on, everybody. Welcome back to We Did Tennessee. I'm your host, Matt Mingus. Uh, glad to have you guys listening again. And, uh, you know, this week I wanted to go over something that we've talked about on here before. Uh, but it's something that keeps coming up. Uh, and, you know, I'm, I've said on here before, I'm not going to let this go until it quits happening. So uh, be prepared to listen to me talk about it quite a bit. But uh, trench collapses. You know, over the last couple of weeks, I've been getting a bunch and bunch of these Google Alert emails on these things. I'm not sure what happened there. Uh, you know, uh, I did a couple of maybe three podcasts to date uh, on trench collapses. And then here over the last little while, it seems like you didn't hear much. And then here recently, there have been four or five that just popped up. And it's like, what happened? Um, just just like since the beginning of August. Uh, and that, that, you know, these things happen every now and then you hear about them in the news or whatever, but to have four or five happen that close together, uh, is just kind of crazy. Um, so let, let's just jump right into it. Um, August 13th, at least that was the date of this article. Uh, so I'm not, uh, this article doesn't say exactly the date of the trench collapse, but at least it's the date of, I've got this article, um. Uh, Southern Pines, and I am I believe this one's from Florida. Uh, this article wasn't very clear, uh, and I did not Google to figure out where Southern Pines is from. Uh, so I believe this is from Florida. Don't hold me to that one. Uh, Southern Pines Trench Rescue. A town of Southern Pines utility worker was extricated safely by authorities after Water around a broken sewer pipe caused him to sink into the ground at the bottom of a nearly eight-foot-deep trench on Broadmead Drive Tuesday, Thursday. The worker was evaluated by, emerg- evaluated by emergency medical personnel at the scene and cleared, but was taken to First Health, First Health Moore Regional as a precaution. Southern Pines Fire Department Deputy Chief uh, said... The worker was working to replace a broken sewer line when the water caused the trench to partially collapse just before 3 p.m. The mixture of water in the ground and around the pipe made the dirt and mud like quicksand consistency. Uh, Horvat said, leading up to the worker sinking up to his thigh in mud. Uh, so, and then there was there were actually two articles on this exact um, trench collapse, and one talked about how the you know the this the mud and the dirt and the sand kind of turned to like a quicksand type mixture while he was down in that trench uh fixing that sewer but the other one talked about how the trench then collapsed you know so he sank down to the thighs then the some of the wall collapsed trapping trapping him up to uh his like mid torso in in dirt as well um but the fact that whoever he was working with had the wherewithal to call and get medical professionals out there is is smart. Um, you know, there's so many things that can go on if a trench collapse doesn't crush you and kill you that, uh, you know, getting that kind of help out there to you is imperative. Let them, uh, you know, get medical treatment started before they ever get you out of that trench. Um, you know, so when you look at, when you read this one with the limited information that you get in these in these brief articles, because a lot of times you, and you've heard me say this before too, a lot of times on these trench collapses you get the initial report and information, and then there's not a lot of follow up to them, because uh, I guess it's once the initial incidents happens, the news isn't concerned anymore. 
Um, so, but when you, when you get the little bit of information you get in this one, they're replacing a broken sewer line, uh, something that NUCA members do all day, every day. And, uh, you know, it, it talking about how the water and the mud and the, and the dirt in the bottom of the trench turned into a quick line, quick sand like consistency. Um, tells me they had no water remediation. Uh, and, and if they're fixing the sewer line, I'm sure it wasn't just mud he's trapped in, you know. Uh, so there's a lot of things going on there that they could have done better. Uh, you know, uh, you know there's going to be water and stuff coming out of those pipes. Uh, if you got to be in there, you got to find a way to control that. You know, that's one of the top OSHA things uh, is you've got to find a way to control and remove any water in a trench when you're working like that. Um, all right, let's see. Our next one is from multiple agencies rescue a man from a trench collapse in Clifton Park. Wednesday, August 18th is the date of this uh, article. Uh, multiple agencies took part in a daring and lengthy rescue of a man stuck in a trench in Clifton Park Wednesday. Crews spent hours digging a man out after he got stuck. Officials say this the man is 50 years old and got stuck in a trench while working on it on the trench while working on it he was stuck about six feet down it took crews four hours to dig him out now if you look okay yeah the call was made around 5 p.m he was buried up to his waist in mud uh, department or fire department chief uh, said the man is a contractor and got stuck when everything caved in on him so uh, in this particular article, they don't clarify what type of work he was doing down in that trench. Uh, but the call came in around 5 p.m., and they didn't get him out of that trench until about 9 p.m. So when you're, again, this is uh, another one where the people working with them did the right thing. They made the call to the fire department to get him out of there uh, instead of jumping in and trying to get him himself because there's typically a secondary collapse that comes after the initial but just like the first guy that we just talked about that getting that medical attention to this guy before they get him out of that trench makes a huge huge difference crush syndrome and other things that set in even if the trench collapse doesn't crush you crush syndrome and the toxins that get released into your bloodstream uh, can be mitigated uh, with a simple IV that first responders will put in while you're still in that trench. So again, although this guy may have only been trapped up to his waist, uh, six feet down, he was lucky that his co-workers were smart enough to make a simple call to the fire department. Um, and then this third article here, uh, three rescued from a 10-foot hole after a construction accident in Florida. Uh, Palm Beach County, Florida, three people were rescued from a 10-foot hole after a construction accident on Juneau Beach Thursday morning. The Palm Beach County Fire Rescue responded to a, the construction accident on Ocean Royal Way around 9.30 a.m. Three people were trapped inside of a 10-foot hole and firefighters said they conducted a trench rescue with the department's special operations team. The teams worked together utilizing special trench collapse equipment according to Palm Beach County fire crews. Trench panels were put in place to secure the walls of the hole and provide means of protection for the personnel working inside the hole. Uh, and then after that, later on down in the article, they've got a tweet from the Palm Beach County Fire Rescue. 
uh, saying today Palm Beach County Fire Rescue alongside uh, Palm Beach Gardens Fire worked diligently to rescue three people trapped in a 10-foot hole in Juno Beach. And then it actually has a little uh, video on their Twitter feed, uh, and that is from at PBCFR, Palm Beach County Fire Rescue, if you want to try and find that on their Twitter. Um, and the date of this one would have been around August 22nd. So again, in this one, they don't talk about uh, what happened <clears throat> in this one, but some of the pictures that I'm looking at on this article look like they were uh, digging in either a in a yard of some sort. I um, can't tell if that's an apartment building or a commercial building or, or something of that nature, but 10 feet down means they were doing some serious work. Um, and I'm not sure if it was a repair, new installation. It doesn't give me a lot of information. Uh, and it does not tell me whether they... Well, it says rescued, so I'll go with I'll go with the assumption that they all three of them got out alive. So again, that, that's three straight incidents between August uh, 13th and August 22nd, where five people have made it out of trench collapses alive. So I mean, if there's anything that as Nuka members we should be proud of, it that means that the message is getting out there, not to jump in there and try and get your buddy out, and you know. I say that, uh, going with the assumption that all three guys were working in the trench at the same time. I guess the more likely thing is one of them jumped in and a secondary collapse got them. Um, but I don't know that. So I'll work I'll work off the assumption with the details I have from this article that, that all three were trapped at the same time and were all three rescued effectively. Uh, I did say all three people were rescued. And, oh, here, at the bottom, underneath the tweet here, all and two of them were taken to local hospitals. So that is good. At least... They were able to get all three of them out, two of them taken to local hospitals to get the proper treatment. Um, and then our fourth one of this episode is, I'm looking for the date on here, updated August 25th. Uh, trench collapse traps worker from Fredonia. And anybody from Wisconsin, uh, I'm sorry if I'm not saying that right, but Fredonia, Wisconsin. A trench collapse trapped a worker Wednesday in the village of Fredonia. Uh, investigators said 24-year-old from Port Washington was installing pipes in Marie Krause Park when the sidewall, sidewall of a trench collapsed on him. The man buried was buried chest high in mud. The fire department called in special teams from Sheboygan and Milwaukee to help free the man. There was an extended time, I believe we were looking over at two hours till we got the patient out. He was under medical care the whole time, to the best of my knowledge. He did not lose consciousness, uh, said uh, Fire Department Assistant Chief. Uh, so, that, I mean, again, another one where they were able to get in there, get medical care to this guy, and work to get him out. Like, that's just crazy. I, I you, you don't see things like this um, where out, uh, there's four trench collapses just in the month of August and they're all survivors. That's, I guess that's the good thing. Like I was starting to say earlier that we can take away from this is that the message of don't go in there after your buddy and call the proper authorities because they can, they have the means and the capabilities to get people out alive nowadays. Uh, you know, uh, you can always go down to Coppell and, and, and get with Greg Shredwig and, 
and do the train the trainer and see what they have at that fire station down there. It's impressive. That million dollar truck just dedicated to uh, trench collapse stuff. The problem is you don't have those things more, more readily available. Uh, you know, they're few and far between when it comes to, uh, uh, merchant responders that have those type of, uh, abilities. You know, it, it's, um, uh, those are expensive trucks and not every municipality or city or whoever, you know, decides to move ahead with stuff like that. Um, so unfortunately, uh, you know, it's just something you don't see enough of, but we're getting the message out there that you don't go in after that guy, that you call the authorities, let them get there let them get those IVs started, let them make the scene safe, let them get them out of there. You know, in two of those, those people were trapped for hours. I mean, it said in there, one of them was trapped for over two hours, one was trapped for over four hours, and when they were trying to dig three people out from 10 feet deep, who knows how long that took, but they were able to make the scene safe, get equipment in there, get metal first responders down to them. You know, uh, all we have to do is do our job, do our due diligence, and pay attention to what we're doing, and, and follow the training. Follow the training, follow the training, follow the training. You know, another article I received was talking about a uh, a contractor from, oh, I can't, it was one of the state out west, uh, was the owner of the company was just sentenced to jail time uh, because of the death of an employee in a trench collapse from 2018. And the biggest issue was lack of training. And he was, he, they said that the, the guy had been hired, the guy who died had been hired to do drywall and carpentry and was more than happy taking on other tasks for the, the contractor, but they didn't train him on trench safety and excavation training and the things that go into that. Um, so in the investigation and in the findings and every, the, the, the guy, he pled guilty and is going to have to serve three years of jail time over it. Uh, so, you know, this doesn't just end with, with a trench collapse. It goes way beyond that. And we as contractors have to do our due diligence and get our guys trained, make sure they understand what they're looking at, make sure our guys on the ground are out there helping the new guys through these things. You know, uh, yeah, we can train them in the office and have them go through, uh, orientations and all the other all the other things that you want to put them through, but they've got to be working with good people out there in the field to be able to see and show these show these things. You know, there's not a... I know there are some contractors, but there's not a lot of contractors that have a setup in their office where they can go out there and walk through a trench with people and show them the dangers. Some of this stuff has to come as OJT, and it's it's something that we as as NUCA members need to continue to, to share that message and push that message and... and offer up training you know it's one of the things we as nuca are are trying to bolster and improve is what we can offer our members as in the form of these types of trainings guys i'm a certified competent person trainer through nuca you know i'm happy to help uh give some of these trainings and and so on and so forth um so there's always opportunities out there the train the trainer class is coming up here in middle tennessee it's a great opportunity uh to learn from the basics of the job site to the way to properly lay out a job site to be the most efficient. Uh, so that's a great opportunity to get your people in there, 
get them some training that they need so we can avoid situations like this. And God forbid, should something happen, we know how to handle it appropriately. You know, I know just on one of my job sites, it wasn't a trench collapse, but we had a guy, uh, we don't know what happened. He got checked out and there's no answer for it. We just started having a seizure. And my guys immediately jumped into their uh, emergency action plan and got help there and took care of him. And even the, you know, as a job site, we had to have an officer on site flagging traffic with our with our guys uh, due to a, a permit. And the officer jumped in and helped and because and, he had been there for the pre-job brief. And, some, you know, there aren't many opportunities to practice these things. You know, you talk about them all the time, hoping that it, the message sinks in. Well, it sunk in for those guys. So we got it. And that's one of the reasons you'll never fail to hear me come on this podcast and talk about trench collapses because the more we talk about it, the more we can spread the message, the more we can get these things out there and bring light to them and prevent them. You know, a trench collapse is a 100 preventable, one, I'm sorry, 100% preventable issue that we should not be facing. Uh, that is just taking the time to look at the situation and go, uh, I'm going to be smart here. I'm going to fix this. Um, taking the time to make sure our people understand that it does not pay to do it wrong. It does not pay to do it safe. It will catch up with you. It's just a matter of time. Um, so, guys, with that, as you've heard me say before, I could talk about trench collapses forever. Uh, I've already been talking about them for almost 20 minutes, so I'll uh, <clears throat> I'll end that one there. Uh, guys, Go to Nuka of East Tennessee's website. Uh, check that out, NukaETN.com, N-U-C-A-E-T-N.com. Check out their events page. A lot of great stuff coming up there for Nuka of East Tennessee. Uh, a lot of stuff we're trying to work with them on, too, here in Middle Tennessee. Check out our events page, NukaMidTN.com, N-U-C-A-M-I-D-T-N.com. Uh, and go on there, check out those events page. Uh, both websites are very well done. See what these chapters are about. There's information if you want to join. If you're listening to this podcast and you're not a member, you like what you're hearing, go on there and join these chapters. Uh, got some exciting stuff coming up with Nuka. Uh, so I'm gonna, hopefully going to be getting some more really good episodes out to you guys here soon. Um, Nuka of Kentucky just hired their executive director. So hopefully we'll get her on here with Adam and with Mr. Adam Terry and, and, and get to know her a little bit, um, you know, chapter just to our North and hopefully be partnering up with them for some stuff here too. Uh, they've got their big golf scramble coming up, uh, in September. Uh, so you guys be on the lookout for all the new activity going on around you in and around your area, your surrounding areas. Uh, you know, we're, we're pushing now to get a West Tennessee chapter going. Uh, we want to get that chapter up and going, uh, so we can get Nuka of Middle East and West Tennessee's all on the same page and start having a true impact on some state uh, issues. You know, it does us no good to not come together as three chapters if we need to go to our state legislature with something. So we're pushing to get that chapter up and going. Uh, sounds like uh, United Rentals and Hoboss Pipe Supply and uh, Magnolia over that way and uh, Bar Environmental. There's something we got some great people involved over there that are ready to help us. Uh, you know, get this thing off the ground and get it moving. So you guys want to get involved with the West Tennessee chapter push as well. Uh, we'll be having that information coming out very, very soon. Uh, so with that, guys, I'll uh, I'll end it there. So y'all stay safe out there. Keep digging Tennessee.